Hello everyone, my name is Gareth Rafferty and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast. I am your host and this week's episode is chapter 2, episode 24. How on earth have we got to nearly 50 episodes in? I don't even know. But this week I'm in my usual spot in my girlfriend's family's house in the box room sitting by myself, covered by, well, as you've probably guessed, a lot of boxes. It's sunny outside, and I haven't really been outside today, but I know it's very, very warm. And since I've been back from Bulgaria, that's something that I've noticed. I've definitely brought the hot weather with me. But today I'm inside with just myself, my phone, and my thoughts as well as, of course, this microphone. Today's episode is a different side of me that you probably haven't seen before, and I just wanted to share this side of me with you because times are not as well as I would like them to be going, but it's part of the journey, and it's part of the journey that I want to share with you guys because times aren't always easy. So this week I've actually wrote all of my notes on my phone. Usually I write them in a black notepad, but this week I I think I was on the bus on the way to my local city centre and I thought, let's write them on my phone because I had a few thoughts whilst I was travelling. Over the past week I've had a speaking event um, which went really, really well and um. It went well because I wasn't talking about my company, but I brought it up through like wearing my branded hoodie and also just mentioning it as part of my journey. And someone has invited me to speak to their marketing team about podcasting. So that's really, really positive, And I wanted to share that with you guys. But this week, I actually started the gym. I've only been one day so far. Um, hopefully in the next week we're going to go more days and then we're going to kind of build it into a schedule me and my girlfriend are because we got together and well we'll see how that goes I'm quite confident that it's something I want to do and so is my girlfriend so well all we've got to do now is find the time and work on it and so going from that point this is episode 24 chapter 2 of the building from the bottom podcast welcome to all of you and if you're new and you like what you're listening to then feel free to subscribe or follow depending what platform you're on so this week i really want to start off with talking about feeling confident in your own body and not really worrying about what other people think and this comes from me going to the gym day one um, I say day one, it's not really the first day me going to the gym. I've been to the gym a few times previous, but it's the first time that I'm actually going to try and build it into my schedule as something that I want to do because I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but me going to Madrid has added a bit of weight, which I don't want, and I want to get that weight gone. If any of you know me, you will know that I really like sweets. And when I went to Madrid and I went into one of their stores and I found out that they had a completely different set of Haribos, 
of course, I had to try them all multiple times before I left. And so, yeah, that's came with consequences and consequences that I want to action on. Feeling confident in your own body and not really worrying about what other people think can often be quite a challenge, especially with social media and the world that we live in today. Everyone sees these, what most people would consider perfect people, people with the body that they aspire to have. And then they look internally and when they realize that they don't have that body, they don't have that car, they don't have the material things or the things that other people may have, it can often lead to people feeling things like, well, feeling quite depressed and anxious. And it's something I wanted to talk about because personally, I'm quite confident in not really worrying about what other people think about me. And so I wanted to talk about how I kind of got to this position. I used to worry about what people think. I used to think, oh, what will someone say about me? But I kind of just realized that, like I kind of looked internally and realized that whatever happens, people are going to be saying things anyways. So whether I'm wearing tracksuit bottoms or whether I'm wearing jeans, someone is going to comment whether that's online to their friends whether that's in person someone laughs and I just kind of reached the point where I got past caring I don't really know if there is a like a method behind it but I just realized that people are going to laugh anyways there's always going to be people that either there's always going to be people that like and dislike you whether you are a model or whether you're not. I mean, if you follow a model and they have the body that you aspire to have online, if you look in their comments, often you will find um, some hate as well as obviously positive messages. So it's like, well, do you really want to care? And like, I don't know. I, I, I just see it as like, if they're getting it and I'm getting it, we're technically the same, but they're kind of in a better, they're in the aspiring position, but they still get it. They still get the hate messages. They still get the laughter that most people worry about. So I've just kind of got past caring. I don't really, yeah, as I've mentioned, I don't really have a process. It just kind of came. I don't really know what else I can say about that. But yeah, I've started the gym. I'll keep you posted how that goes. Um, we'll see how that goes. I, tr- I did try really hard, actually. I-, I tried doing some pull-ups and I did a bit of cardio. Um, I mainly focused on legs, but I wanted to see if I could do pull-ups and I wanted to try out the pull-up machine that they have. So it's a really weird machine. You kind of take two steps up and then on the third step, it's weighted. So you're either, um, you have to add more weight to make it easier because it counterbalances your weight. Um, so it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Um, I got used to it. I managed to do, I think it was about six pull-ups, but that was with a little bit of weight on. So I don't really know. I really don't know. 
<laughs> it's very weird. It's a very weird machine. It took me a while to get used to it. But yeah, I think the fact that I started it on the third of June, the third of July, um, which was Wednesday, just gone. It wasn't like it wasn't the first of the year. It wasn't the first of the month. It was just literally the middle day of the week. So I can't say, oh, I'll start that day. But we just kind of started when we were ready to start. And yeah, uh, I don't think you should set it to, hey, I'll start on Monday or hey, I'll start on the first of next month because it kind of, I don't know, you're kind of setting yourself up to fail in a way. The same as people set goals and stuff on the 1st of January. It's like, if you really wanted to do it, then you'll do it today instead of setting it like I'll do it next week or whatever. But I digress. So yeah, I started the gym, feeling confident in your own body. Um, It's something that I would love a lot more people to have that trait. I'd love a lot more people to feel confident in themselves, to go out and wear whatever they like, or just feel comfortable in their body. I mean, I'm pretty comfortable, even though I've added on a bit of weight. I'm fine with it because personally, I know that it's just me and I'll just work it off if I want to, or I could um, add more weight. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm overweight or whatever, but it's like for my personal, like how I want myself to look, I want to lose a bit more weight. So I think you should definitely look internally if you're setting goals like that, as opposed to looking at what everyone else looks like. Um, But it is also good to have that inspiration, but just don't make it feel, don't like, if you see a model and you aspire to look like that, then that's great. But then don't feel bad by the fact that you're not looking like that already. Like it takes time to make your body look how you want it to look. Um, And just because someone else has that, I'm sure they probably worked hard. But yeah, I'm going to move on from this topic before I go down a rabbit hole, which I might have already gone down. I'm now going to move on to business. So yeah, let, let's move on to business. Um, yeah, I don't really know what I was going to say with this. I've got a little point. So what I wrote down is business. I'm not the best at sales. I'm good at the goal setting, but the little steps often catch me off guard and you don't know what you don't know. So I've set my big goals. I've set my aspirations high. I know exactly what I'm striving towards, but the little steps on how to get there is something that I've always kind of struggled with. I've always struggled with what seems to quite a lot of other people, like the simple things. I usually jump the gun and go for the more challenging things and that's sometimes caused me problems I mean even when I was doing high school maths and I had an exam to take I always used to get the hard questions right and the easy questions wrong I don't know why it's just weird um it's just my character I suppose I always like a challenge I always when the teacher handed us a sheet she said you can either go for one which is easy or question three which is hard and I always used to just jump to question three 
even if I wasn't too confident in the subject because it's just the challenge of trying to figure out something and that's just my character but yeah I'm not the best at sales and the reason I write that down is because like I'm in a space of reaching out to people like client outreach trying to get a client and also in the position of putting it off and procrastinating and I think the reason I'm procrastinating is because I'm not confident I don't feel 100% confident going up to people and saying hey buy my stuff like I'm just not that type of person and so trying to do it for me is quite difficult especially because that's not my background so I actually set some ads to run tomorrow um, as in tomorrow I mean Monday the 8th through till Thursday the 11th I think it is 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, till Thursday the 11th. And the reason it's only four days, some people will laugh at me because it's only four days, but I got a free $50 coupon from LinkedIn. It was just free for marketing and it runs out in a few days. So I thought, why not try it? So that's what I'm doing. I'm trying it and I'm just going to wait and see what happens really. I don't really, well, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I have a target market. And so I just put the target market in and the content I want to post and I hope it goes well. I mean, I can only wait and see really, but this kind of motivated me to look at things differently because I find when you're in a situation, there's a lot more different routes you can take. But if you're in, like if you as a person is in that situation, it's hard to see the other routes. So I'm trying to open my mind a lot more to different ways I can get clients rather than just, basically trying to reach out to a bunch of people another thing i'm thinking about is public speaking i mentioned it last month um but i'm hesitant to do it because i really want to focus on the company and sometimes public speaking can take a lot of time so public speaking is something that like for the company is something i'm putting on a back burner at the moment i'm not focusing on it i might in the future um but at the moment, I'm not. I'm going to try a bit more client outreach. I'm actually going to reach out to a few friends of mine because I just want their opinion on a few things. I want to know, like, how confident were you when you first started your company and how confident are you now in comparison? Do you have to know absolutely everything at the beginning? How much is, like, the baseline to know? Because often if you're starting a company you well i know i kind of feel like i need to know everything but i'm just at the beginning and it's like how much do you need to know in order to have enough knowledge to start a company and i don't know i don't know whether i've got enough knowledge or not but i've never done anything like this before so i have nothing to compare it to so it's a little bit of a dilemma i'm asking two people that know me and know the company um, but I've also started their own companies for advice. Hopefully that will turn around and be positive. I'll be honest with you. I only have three more points left. I'm going to talk about them. Um, I have two wrote down and then another one that's in my head. I'm hoping I don't forget it. So the next one that's wrote down is scheduling a day to meet a marketing team. I mentioned this a little bit at the beginning, but I'm coming back to it now. 
So I was just public speaking. Um, I was public speaking about my journey in foster care and the positive influence and the positive influences I had had along the way in regards to people and the people that have helped me along the way, including people like mentors, teachers, those types of people. And I was just speaking. And then on the day I decided to wear my new farm media hoodie. So I mentioned the brand. I said, I recently started a company. I just basically spoke about what I was doing at the moment and what had kind of led me to this position. And I had a woman approach me at the end of it. I had, well, I had quite a few people approach me at the end of it to say, oh, that was great. We really enjoyed it. A few people took my business card. But then this one woman came up to me and said, hi, Gareth, I would love, to, I would love for you to speak to my company's marketing team. And so this woman has spoke to the marketing manager and was setting up a day for me to basically go to their marketing team in their company and have a chat about podcasting, how they can get into podcasting, those types of things. Um, And I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I was surprised to get an opportunity like that because the nature of the speaking event wasn't anything to do with my business. But yeah, I'm glad and it's nice. I'm keeping in contact with her and we'll look forward to seeing where that goes. I also have a speech on Wednesday coming that's based in Birmingham. I've never spoke outside of Wolverhampton before besides one or two events at Derby, but mainly it's been in Wolverhampton Council. So doing it in Birmingham, which is technically known as the second capital in the UK, is something I'm quite excited about. It's only like for me, it's quite a small speech. It's only five minutes long. Usually I do 10 to 15 so timing may be an issue for me to stop myself on time um but it's it's to a bunch of people that range from the age of 14 to 18 which is quite a large gap because especially with kids um kids can often act differently so a four-year-old would act completely differently to a 16 to 18 year old um so i'm a little bit nervous about that and engaging the audience but it's a five minute speech about my journey in care, the people that have helped along the way, kind of the same stuff as the last one, but basically trying to be inspirational for this one, as opposed to the previous one, which was informative. I don't know how it will go. I'm hoping it goes well. I believe in myself to present it well. This is also the biggest audience I've ever had. 500 people. It's in a building called the Birmingham Rep, which is kind of laid out like a theater. Um, so 500 people doesn't sound too bad. I don't mind 500 people. The most I've spoke to is about 480. So 500 people is a little bit more, but I'm fine. I mean, I think I just said 480. The most people I've spoke to is 400 ish, give or take a few, but 500, it's not much more. It's about hundred more. Um, I'll be fine. I'm pretty confident I'll be fine. Half a thousand. I'm quite excited for that. My next goal is a thousand. I'm taking it one step at a time though. Um, Yeah. I just don't know. I am excited, but I'm also nervous. I don't do many speaking events to kids or young people. So I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. 
Another point that I actually want to shortly discuss. Um, it's not really, it's not really business as such, but it's more about my personal life. I'm going to London tomorrow to meet with a company to try and get a placement, so I don't have to go back to university in September. September 2019 is what I'm talking about because I want to spend a year out working for a company where I can gain knowledge, work on my own company, and basically not have to do uni. So that's what I'm working on at the moment. Um, I've got a meeting tomorrow to discuss to see if a company can offer me a position. We'll see what happens with that. I'll keep you guys posted. But I'm quite looking forward to the journey there. I have to head off at 6.30 in the morning to get to there at 11 because it's like a two and a half hour train. So it's quite a long train, but I'm excited. I'm quite excited. I'm quite excited. Final point that's in my diary, but not in my diary. It's in my mental diary as opposed to my mobile phone diary is basically something I've been telling everyone around me, but I haven't really took the advice my sister's been going for job interviews. She doesn't feel too confident. The same with my girlfriend, but she's been applying and it hasn't been going too well for her. And I've been realizing, I've been telling everyone else about this and it's, it is something I really believe in, but I haven't really been thinking about it, but I should. And it's something I'm sure all you guys can relate to. So my sister, just a bit of background on her, she is two years older than me, so she's 22, and she's just graduated, well, going to be graduating in the next few weeks. She's just pretty much finished uni, and she's looking for a job in the social working space. She wants to work with young people that are in care, and that's what she's passionate about, especially because she's been through the foster care system. So she's had a few interviews, but all she needs is one chance. She just needs one person to say yes, and that could spark a reaction from someone else, and then someone else, and someone else. And that could then be her life sorted, because it would be easier for her to get a job next time, because she'll have the experience previous. And then the same, the same, the same. And this kind of quote can be related to other things as well so my business for example i just need that one person to say yes and become a client go through the whole process of becoming a client and run as a client which would which would then lead to maybe another person saying oh gareth i want you to be my client because i'll have testimonials and i'll have proof which could then snowball and mean another person, another person, another person. And I, I'm i a really strong believer that it just takes that one person to just say yes and then you're kind of sorted. But yeah, I haven't really been taking it. All I need is one one person to say yes. One person to either reach out to me or I reach out to them and them say to me, Gareth, I want to be a client. <sighs> the journey of starting your first company is a bit man manic and yeah I mean I just don't know
I don't know what I don't know. It's like I'm doing tasks which take a while, but I'm sure there's something out there that will do it a lot, lot quicker for me. And as I say that, no examples come to mind. But <sighs> running a company isn't always easy. And that's me saying it after a few months of officially having a company and trying to figure everything out. You have to have the dedication to try and figure things out. And, well, I'm procrastinating at the moment in order to reach out to people. But the thing I say to myself when I procrastinate about reaching out to people is that if I don't do it today, I'm not going to get a client tomorrow, which means in the long term tomorrow, I'm not going to move forward. And I want to move forward. So I kind of backtrack then. And I say, so I've got to reach out to this person today. So tomorrow it could be easier, meaning in the long term, I'll get to live as that person that I want to be and that person I'm going to be as long as I take the steps. It's a long process and a long journey. But I'm only a few weeks in. Some people don't land their first client till six months in, a year in. And then once I get that first client, it just snowballs. I'm hoping the same thing happens to me, but we shall see. I have no idea what to name this podcast. It's 20 past four in the afternoon on Sunday the 7th of whatever the day is, whatever the month is, July. And I'm starting to lose my days. All I know is I'm working on the company. I need to get past this procrastination. And I think I'm going to leave it at that. My name is Gareth Rafferty and I'm the host of this podcast, Building from the Bottom. Last week, you got to listen to Shay talk about her journey through business. And I hope that was really valuable to all of you. And I hope this podcast too has been valuable to all of you. I hope you're enjoying my journey, even though for me, sometimes it's not always a straight line. And yeah, thank you all for being on this journey with me. I really, really appreciate it. And it really feels good whenever I make these podcasts because I just get to talk about things and sometimes in the manicness of life, sitting down and reflecting can be really important. So yeah, thank to all, thank you to all of you that listen. And if you have any advice or if you're going through similar things and you just want to chat with someone then feel free to message me on any of my social media which will be in my description and yeah thanks for listening this has been episode 24 i think 24 of the building from the bottom podcast chapter two i'm now back in the uk for i don't know how long probably a while but yeah thanks for listening and i'll see you all next week have a great week.